Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a while. I need to be more consistent with this. I'm sorry that I haven't been. Um, there's been so much going on. I think I talked about this previously, but I broke my fingers, two fingers on my right hand. I'm my right hand. I'm dominant right hand. And um, it just has really set me back because I didn't really realize just how catastrophic the whole thing is. And I've just been really just trying to work to get my function back in my hand. Um, so uh, it's been pretty bad. And I know if many of you follow me on my Instagram, you saw the break. It was a clean break in my ring finger and little finger on my right hand. So that's been kind of just plaguing me, other little health issues and just sort of that has just made me kind of not want to um, do much. Um, but I have been finding that, as I've said before, going outside and being uh, like in front of the ocean, I've taken two trips where I've just um, stayed at places that are just sort of by the sea, by the ocean, Pacific Ocean, and it's been really healing. I'm convinced that ne nature is a healer. So I'm doing this podcast right now because I've been having these major conversations with people, women primarily, um, the last two months about relationships, about dating. This is a heavy topic because the single women out there, um, us single women, it's so hard out there because as, as, as we get, as we go on these dating apps and you meet people, um, it's, really difficult to tell if somebody's being authentic. Um, people come with their baggage. People have issues. They have divorces. They've had bad breakups with um, girlfriends. They've had all these things that have happened to them. And what prompts somebody to get on a dating website? That's the key thing. I think we understand that people have needs. It's 2022 right now. So if you want to get on a dating website and all you're looking for is just somebody that you just want to hook up with every now and again, just casual sex, or somebody that um, you just want to have sex with maybe twice, and then you want to have a variety of people, or you are truly looking for a relationship. And I think that that's the real problem, because there is this kind of overlying, overcasting shadow, I think, on many of the dating issues and when you meet somebody. You know, what is their real intention? You know, there's so much hype about sex. And it makes you think, too, also, when you meet somebody, say, that's like 45 to 50, on average, and I'm not generalizing, but you would assume that maybe this person has had multiple partners. So sex should not be this major revelation that's making them do crazy things. But alas, I think this does happen still. Um, we all have needs. We all have wants and desires. And what I've been noticing with many women, it's so catastrophic because, you know, you put yourself out there and you truly just present yourself. Some, I'm not saying all women, but the people I've been talking to presented themselves as who they are. I want a relationship. This is what I'm looking for. Very transparent. And to think that you're dealing with somebody that's in their 40s or 50s that truly is thinking, oh, this is a way that I can get sex. I'll just pretend that I want a relationship too or I'm interested in this person so I can have sex. And it's almost like strange to me because they're 
is an easier way you can just say you want to have sex because there's a whole population of people that want to do that. So you can just cut out, you can save yourself on meals, you can save yourself on, you know, paying for little gifts or save yourself on um, the good morning text, good night stuff, good night baby, good morning baby nonsense and just get down to business and save yourself time, money, energy, right? And then maybe even the experience will be better. That's just my suggestion, recommendation, um, advice. But I know that may not be taken by everybody. That's just the way the big machine goes. So what I, I met somebody recently, a, a, a young woman who is going through a really catastrophic breakup. She's been with this person for two years and the breakup is not a clean breakup. So there's still contact, there's still conversations and there's been a lot of uh, pain, a lot of crying, a lot of uh, times of false hope, you know, where they'll get together, they'll kind of hook up basically. And there's a exchange of, body, fluids, kisses, everything, everything's great. The passions are going, the, 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 there's a, there's a furnace brewing there, but there's excitement, there's love in the air, right? But there's no resolution to what the problem was on, to begin with. So this particular person was just kind of telling me how sad they've been feeling and how incomplete and how they want resolution. There's this deep pain that's actually a physical pain. It's emotional and it's physical. She talked about the, che- the pain being in her chest, and I can relate to that. And um, wanting this resolution, looking to this person, this, this partner to resolve, help me stop feeling this pain. I need you to answer some questions. I need you to say, I need to know why are you doing this? Why don't you want to have a full relationship with me? Why can't you commit to me? Why can't you make these changes that I'm asking? And if you can give me the answer to these questions, that's going to make me feel better. That's going to give me some kind of peace. You know, I just want to let everybody know that's listening. This is the way that I think so many of us as human beings function because we've been taught that. We've been taught that we should be constantly seeking, seeking, seeking seeking to get better, seeking to get stronger, seeking to look better, to feel better, to, to, to always look outside these external factors that are going to make you feel better about yourself. I'm realizing really and truly just how alone, again, I've said this before, this is your journey alone. Alone. We want to be with people during this journey to, to accompany us, but they're on their own journey and you're, you're in your lane, they're in their lane. And you can still have this beautiful association, relationship, experience together. But you're still an individual. And you're enough. You're good enough. You were born complete. You were born. You were born. You we're all spiritual beings. Your spiritual presence, your spirit that came placed into this physical body is enough. Because this is your journey alone. You have goggles on and you are swimming towards the end lane. You're in the lane, in the swimming pool. 
And you know where the journey is. You know it's to the end of that pool, right? It's only you. Even if you had somebody assisting you, it's still you that's experiencing the water temperature. It's you that's experiencing the depth of the pool. It's you that's experiencing the fatigue in your arms. It's, this is your journey. That's the point I'm trying to make. And we're always looking externally. I post a lot of posts about self-care, about healing, self-love. And I do it because it is a process. It is a practice. Here's an example. I had some major anxiety yesterday. And it, was a, and it had to do with communication. And I was so upset and stressed. And I was looking for this person to ease my pain. Give me a succinct sentence that's going to make me stop feeling this discomfort and pain. And it doesn't matter what this person's going to say because I still feel the pain. And then I realized, just stop it. Stop it. It's a spiraling process, okay? Because that's what we're taught. We are taught to look externally. And I stopped. I said, you know what? I'm not even going to even deal with this. This is how I'm feeling. I feel the presence of this anxiety in my chest, in my throat, this stress, this discomfort, this uneasiness is affecting my sleep. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to treat myself today. I've actually got really addicted to treating myself. And I'm happy about that because this is this is the norm. This is my journey. I'm going to make it as comfortable as possible. And I'm the one that's drive and the driver's seat, nobody else but me. So I went out, I bought a really nice steak, two, actually. And I bought some asparagus, I went ahead and just grilled them, I have an indoor grill. So I went ahead and really cooked them quite nice, took the time and I actually enjoyed cooking because since I broke my hand, I have not been able to really enjoy food. And it's a kind of weird phenomenon that happens when you break bones, apparently that you lose your appetite. So um, and it's because the body is spending so much time trying to heal the bone or the whatever injuries. And um, that's where the energy goes to. So you don't, I don't know why, but there's this lack of uh, appetite. So I've been, this was a good day today because I am healing. So I was very methodical about it. I bought asparagus, I bought zucchini, I grilled them, I grilled the steak, I bought some really nice wine, I plated it very nicely. And I just sat down and relaxed and really took the time to savor the meal. And just folk, that's, that's, that's take care of me. That's making me feel really good. That's like making me physically feel warm inside, feeling calm, feeling satisfied. I put on TV, I watched something that I wanted to watch, um, something that appeals to me, and it worked. I felt good. I'd also earlier, that, earlier today went and had a pedicure. I put my earphones in when I was getting the pedicure. And that's always a clear sign to the person that's doing my feet. Not that I'm being negative or hostile. I mean, I always greet them. I always tell them, you know, I hope you're having a great day. You know, let's do this and smile. But I'm clearly, I have my earphones in, so I'm going to be listening to some music. I may be just doing some uh, surfing on Instagram. I may be checking out TikTok. But guess what? I'm doing what I want to do. I'm causing myself to have an increase in endorphins and I'm happy and I'm giggling and I'm watching crazy videos or whatever I'm doing. I'm doing it because I feel good. 
I feels it feels great that you're taking care of my feet. I'm soaking them in some great water. I've got the massager going on also on my back in the chair. And I'm in the zone. I'm taking care of myself. And all these things are just great things happening to me. Okay? Food tasting good. That feels good. I've got a massager. I've got this great, nice warm water. Just not too hot, not too cold. And and then at the end of it, I'm going to have pretty toes, which I ended up with. You know, very cute little... Um, you know, a little polish on my toes. Okay. So that was about me. I feel good. I feel relaxed. I feel happy. And it calmed me down. I didn't have to go out and find somebody that's going to just talk to me and spew things at me. That's not going to make me feel good, but just kind of, kind of waste my time because obviously this doesn't work, but I've been conditioned like so many of us to reach out to people, to reach out to I don't feel so good. Make me feel better. Tell me something. Give me some peace to stop this pain. There's a magic. We've been, I think we've been conditioned to believe there's a magic sentence. There's a magic group of words. There's a magic paragraph that's going to make everything okay. It's going to make everything feel okay. There's no such paragraph. There's no such sentence. There's no such word. There's nothing outside that you're going to find that's going to ease that discomfort within yourself. You have to take care of yourself. Nobody's going to make you feel better. I think that's what's, that's why therapy works too, by the way, because, you know, when a therapist, when you go to a therapist, they are listening to you with this non-judgmental ear. And when I go to my therapist, I'm not looking for my therapist to give me a magic phrase or give me peace. The therapist restates what I'm saying and wants to clarify what I'm saying so I can delve and figure out what is it I mean? What is it that I mean? Why am I feeling like this? And I've, I've really made some major revelations when I've been in these situations and I've had therapy. I've really given myself like basically the, a year and a half of therapy and I'm still going. And I've developed a great relationship with my therapist. She's phenomenal. It's amazing when you say things and somebody restates it in a non-biased way and then you can understand why you're saying it. There's so much that I've learned about myself through therapy and it's opened the door for me to find ways to heal myself and to calm myself, the self-soothing that has to happen to go to the next level. And when I mean the next level, that's the next level in my life so that I'm so unaffected by other people. Because there's a, this is a two-edged sword, right? Because we tend to look to, for people for um, approval of, does my hair look good? Do I look good? Do I, do I, I've made the choices to do my hair. I've made the choices to wear the specific outfit or whatever it is. And I need you to reassure me before I go out in the world. We shouldn't need that. Because we made, we should trust ourselves enough and live with our decisions. Another thing I've realized is that there's, so, there's no power in any of the people when you leave your home and anybody you deal with, they really don't have any power over you. We create these things in our head. We've created this narrative that people are going to laugh at us or I'm not going to be good enough or they're going to look at me. And anyway, let, let me just back up. Even if people do look at you, or they're staring at you, or they're making comments, do you really think that that person 
in six months is going to remember you think they're going to be sitting with their family in their home saying hey you remember when we were at the restaurant the other day and you saw that woman and she had on that really tight skirt it's so bad did you see how bad she looked kids I want to tell you about a woman we saw and she had a short skirt on and she had this kind of ripply skin and she did she had uh she didn't have any lotion on her ankles and they were super ashy nobody cares everybody is dealing with their own stuff or living their own lives and I think we when we live our lives when we are just going through our lives and we are so concerned with what other people think we're taken away from ourselves that's wasted energy wasted time I'm going to be transparent. I'm 55 years old. It doesn't seem like I've been around for 55 years. That's a long time. 55? 55. For real? Like, I can remember when I was 25, and if somebody said they were 40, I thought they were really old. I was like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. They're 40 years old. I'm 55. I'm 55. It scares me that it's gone so fast. Listen, I'm not trying to be negative or the doom and gloom, but... I'm looking at now, I don't even know how many, I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to commit to any years, but I'm realizing that I wasted, not wasted, let's say I'm not going to say waste, because I I know that most of my life, I have put a lot of energy, a disproportionate amount of energy on being concerned with what people think, with what people think about what I'm wearing, what my size is, you know, how I sound, how I feel when I go out. You know, when I think about solo travel, I would get super anxious because I would be so nervous. How's it going to look if I just sit and have a meal on my own? Or if I'm, am I really going to be able to take in these beautiful sights if I go sightseeing, if I go on a beautiful trip? So for instance, if I go to to Italy and I want to go to the Colosseum in Rome, Am I going to be able to take in the Colosseum in Rome? Or am I going to be so consumed with people staring at me and looking at me? Everybody that's staring at you is on their own journey. They just saw you one day. Maybe they've never seen somebody that looks like you. And you just sort of caught them that day and they want to stare at you. Let them stare. Just don't let them touch you. But let them stare. So what? You don't even know these people. Do you going to remember the... Like, I, I think about that too. I literally now when I go out, I'm in my own zone. I'm in my own world and I'm just making my world good. So I'm, I want to take in those things. I want to take in my surroundings. I want to take in the smells, the tastes for me. I'm the only one that's going to taste it. I'm not going to taste an ice cream, this beautiful ice cream that's rich. There's a, there was a place I went and they had some lavender and honey ice cream. It was a local small business, beautiful little ice cream shop. And I went in, it was a quite a line actually to get the ice cream. And there was people just talking, having a good time, you know, with the people they're in line with. Um, there was just people wanting to taste this ice cream. It was a nice environment. And I can remember um, just getting my ice cream taking in the store, really taking the time to look around. There were great pictures. It was an old store and it had been around for a while. So they had pictures of the family that owned this place and pictures of different actually celebrities that came there. So I'm taking that in and really enjoying it. And there were a couple of people staring at me. I remember like shifting my eyes afterwards uh, after I'd you know been satisfied with what I was looking at. 
just turning around and just getting back, you know, turning my head back in line. And there was this old guy just staring at me. And I just smiled at him. I was like, okay, smile, move on. Let me look at the ice cream. This is a non-factor. I'm not going to let it mess up my day. We need to look at each other as humans and engage and talk. Because we're on this, we're on our journeys to get, we're on our individual journeys. And so on the way, just, hey, how you doing? Whatever. I haven't seen somebody who looks like you. Cool. Now you've seen me. Let's move on. Let me get my ice cream. This is great. Lavender and honey. Delicious. This is so good. Whilst I'm taking that in, I'm looking at the different sites and the, the architecture and all these great things. That's living. Now, that was just me going to a local place. I'm not trying to say I'm the queen of solo travel because I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. I do plan every time I, I, I get my emails and I'll get these discount flight, you know, adver- advertisements. And there was one recently, it was like $400 to go to Paris. $400 round trip to go to Paris, flying out of San Francisco. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I, for, I actually went ahead, looked at the flights. I went ahead and dropped them in the car, even chose a day. I chose four days, five days, actually. I went ahead and all, and it was sitting right there in checkout. And it was like that. Let's go to checkout. Are you ready? Complete order. Complete it. I didn't do it. And it wasn't because I was scared. It was just because I thought, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it the right way. I don't want to rush. Yeah, this is $400 round trip. But I want to have take the time to find the right hotel, the right plan. I'm going to promise you all that I will be doing solo travel. I'm going to take these sites and we have to. Do you know how beautiful this world really is? And we limit ourselves sometimes. I, I recently went to a beautiful place. It was on the beach. It's in the uh, Pacific, California, Northern California. I'm obsessed with the Pacific Ocean. I'm obsessed with the California beach, ocean, all the cliffs, the beauty of it all, the beauty of it all. And what a privilege. I just really took it in and was like, wow, this is it. There were seals in the water. There were deer. I saw deer. And then there was just this beautiful, just majestic turquoise sea. And I just felt this peace. And I always have this thing where I'm by the ocean. Whenever I'm at the beach, I breathe deep. I breathe deep because I have this belief that I'm cleansing. I'm taking in nature and I'm cleansing my soul. I take it in and I breathe out all the negativity and just really absorb that that beauty in time. It's, it's timeless. And uh, that's, that's, that's self-care. That's self-love. That's healing. That's, that's amazing. And I, and I really, I want everybody that's listening to really take the time to do those things. To enjoy nature is not, is, is, is cheap. It's, it's free. You can step outside of your door, go to your local park and just take in the fresh air and really shake it off. Reset. That's where you're going to find the answers. That, that feeds that internal soul that you have. It, it, it feeds your spirit. And that's when you, you feel calm, you reset and you find the answers to those things that have been really bothering you. Taking the time for yourself. Breathing in fresh air. Letting that sunshine hit your skin and warm you. Warm you. Warm you from the outside in. Taking in the sun. The sun is a healer. 
The sun is more than a healer, you know. Um, the ocean is a healer. The world is a healer. The external world that's unaffected by man, it's timeless. Nature is like God's canvas and you can just revel in it. So I'm giving everybody just some advice. If you're going through something like 99% of us are and you're feeling that you may have friends that aren't being responsive, that aren't being considerate, or you've got, you're in a relationship and they're not being responsive or considerate or meeting your needs, even though you may verbalize them, or you may be in a terrible situation. You may be having financial woes. That's a common thing right now. You know how crazy it is just for people to try to keep their head above water financially. This is all, this is, this is what it is. This is life, right? I'm, I'm, I'm recommending for everybody, no matter what you're going through, nature is free. Take the time, step outside. If you're near the ocean, even if you're two hours away, take a drive to the ocean, just sit there, step out and take some breath and take it all in. Find some trees, take in some trees and just walk in the forest Wherever you live, even if you live in a desert, go and just step outside, take it in, get realigned with nature, get your mind calm, and then find the answers that are within you. Once again, we are on this journey alone. Make it amazing. Take the time that you've put into finding these answers because they're within you. You know, I noticed that um, on TikTok and Instagram, there's this constant message with these people giving you advice about dating. If the guy does this, then he's not into you. If the guy does this, then he's into you. You need to do this for a guy to fall in love with you. You should do this or say this for a guy to want to be with you. Listen, the answers are within you. You shouldn't have to jump through hoops say these specific phrases, send these specific text messages to have somebody want to be with you. It's too much work. Lay back, lean back, and allow it all to just flow. It will happen. Spend the time with yourself and then accept and love the person that you were born to be, the person that's already there. When we are born, we are perfection, right? And then we start to become almost corrupted and made to feel that we're not good enough, even though we were made so perfectly. We're made so perfectly. Nature's, nature does not make mistakes. So here we stand. If we would like just to take off all our clothes and we stand before a mirror, which is standing before ourselves, to stand there and say, I love you. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're smart. You're funny. Your skin is beautiful. Those scars, whatever. This is you. You're lovely. You're lovely. You need to hear that. That's the, that's the healing. Because we're so cruel to ourselves. We're mean to ourselves. Oh, look at me. I'm fat. Look at me. God, look at me. I'm so stupid. Why am I so stupid? These are the things we say immediately. Right? We, we're just, we will, if you sat down, if, say if we had a camera on ourselves for about three months and that camera was just video would just shoot a film every time you would say something negative about yourself it would be interesting to play that back a 3 month film 
How many times do you think we'd be talking bad about ourselves or cursing ourselves or denying ourselves things? Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'll wait. I don't, I don't, I'll get it for somebody else. I don't, I don't need that. I can wait. I can, I'm not going to do that. No. Do things that make you happy. If you want to get something that's going to make you happy or something you want, something you like, get it. Do what you want to do. Take care of yourself. Make, get yourself to be the best you can be. Like accommodating. And when I'm saying this, when I'm, when I say make yourself the best you can be, you're already there, but accommodate it and, and allow it to blossom because you're already the perfect rosebud. So now it's time to bloom. Bloom the way that nature wanted you to bloom. So I'm leaving these words with you, and I hope you're listening. Again, I've, I'm really going to be more consistent with this. I have a lot of people that talk to me about the podcast, and they really enjoy it. And I enjoy it too. This is my therapy. This is my form of journaling. And I'm actually going to go to start to do journaling, physical journaling, actually writing in a journal, um, because I think that's going to help me too. Because that's when you can write these things down, the purge, purging of these thoughts and ideas and how you're feeling in this moment of time, and then going back to read it and reflecting. Our minds can be dangerous if we allow them to be dangerous. If we allow the stuff to spiral, 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 spiral. We create these stories in our head that can be crippling. So take the time to undo the narrative that is negative and foster, grow the positive. Just make sure that you are nourishing that positive light that's within you. Shine. Shine and be happy. Because this is our journey once again. And hopefully I'll run into all of you on your journey and we can break bread and drink wine and be happy. That's all I got this time. I will promise you I will be back next week. Take care. This is Arok 20 checking out. And I am going to go ahead and make myself a nice dessert now. And hopefully I will sleep wonderfully tonight because I've done everything to take care of this amazing spirit that is me. Take care, everybody. This is Eric 20.